Live from the West Coast, it's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media. Brought to you every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And today is Thursday, March 16th. I'm Paris Nicholson, at Paris Nicholson on all socials. Yes, you are. And I'm Michael Judson Barry, at M. Judson Barry on socials. So, shall we get into these headlines? We shall. All right. Today, move over, Pedro Pascal. The social dose daddy of the week is none other than Congressman Jeff Jackson, whose viral TikTok basically stopped an American financial crisis. Then, if being a stupid bitch becomes illegal, well, I think you know what would happen to me. This me-if-blank-becomes-illegal TikTok trend is letting users tell the world what they'd be getting busted for. And finally, social media sweetheart Dylan Mulvaney has been sharing her 365 days of girlhood journey for the past year, and its grandiose ending aired this week on live television. All this breaking social media news coming up next on The Social Dose. We'll get right back into the trending news after these quick ads. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm Paris. And I'm Michael. And you're listening to The Social Dose. Let's see what else is new in the world of social media. I can't wait. Michael, we're in person together today. We are. I can touch you. You don't. Oh. You have flown so far okay. to be with me uh-huh. here in the gorgeous Sony Studios. I know. It's They're giving beautiful. budget. It's it giving is. elevated. Did you know Alicia Keys did a song in the room right next to us? Yeah, she's right there. Yeah. Hi, Alicia. She's right behind our producers. Hey, girl. Look, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> we love Alicia Keys on this pod. We do. You know who else that girl is we on love? Fire. Who? She is on fire. Your crotch is on fire. You know who else? <laughs> Else we <laughs> is the utterly fabulous, pulchritudinous Tiger Lily. Hi. Hey, besties. I wish I could be there with you in person. Me too. Yeah. That would just round this out so beautifully. All right. Well, you know, Tiger Lily, you are the social doses first and canonically only recurring guest at this point in time. So congratulations. <gasps> Gasp. Oh, I'm so honored. <laughs> I'm going to steal that from you. <gasps> Gasp. Like instead of, it's like when people just say lol instead of laughing. I know. Right. You will hold on to this record until at least Tuesday. Also, happy International Women's Month. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah. So have you seen any posts recently that have gotten you super jazzed about this wonderful month of celebration, all of the gloriousness that is women? So, yes, there's this TikToker that I follow. Her name is Mercury Stardust. She is a trans woman, and she is, her tagline is the trans handy ma'am. Oh, I I follow the trans handy ma'am. I love her. Oh, I love her too. Yes. And I think it's so important to include trans women in the conversation when we talk about women and International Women's Month. Um, And she is fantastic because she helps people with all these little fixer upper things like kind of takes 
makes it easier for everybody. Like how to patch drywall, how to fix like a a loose socket that your phone charger keeps falling out of. And she also is using her platform to educate the masses on this trans anti-trans legislation that that's going on and also helps redefine trans joy and shows like her and her partner and shows that trans isn't just necessarily about being super femme. Like you can come as you are and identify as whatever you want to identify as and still be a trans woman. So live for her. That's Mercury Stardust on TikTok. She's iconic. Love her. Absolutely. Definitely follow her listeners. I've probably followed her for like over a year at this point. And it's like such a smart thing because, you know, like as gays, I feel like we don't really necessarily know how to patch drywall or do things like that. Speak for Mm -hmm. yourself. We're renovating my sister's house and I'm a master of drywall. Really? Oh, So I can't wait to dive into, into this account and see what we got. Amazing. Now let's see what else is new in the world of social media. Our top story. It's time for fun with finance. This week, the Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. Fun! Which led to the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation having to step in and get all the wealthy VC bros their shmoney back. However, the government was scared that a widespread panic, my least favorite form of panic, will cause a nationwide run on the banks. Enter Daddy Congressman Jeff Jackson, who dropped a calming TikTok recounting Congress's Zoom pajama party and explaining how they plan to stop the financial panic. Paris Nicholson, you love a daddy. Why don't you report on this? That's right, Michael. (laughs) I do. And I will be honest, I did not understand what people were talking about with this Silicon Bank thing for (laughs) the entire time it's been going on Uh until I saw this man explain it to me. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm going to try and do for you listeners. I'm going to try and break it down in a way that I understand. So essentially... There was this Silicon Valley Bank. Yes. Banks famously give out money that they don't have, which is like, why are they doing that? I don't know. We're not here to discuss that. Mm-hmm. But what happened is they didn't have enough money to give to the people. Okay. And the people were like, okay, that's not good. But that caused a panic around other people with different banks that were Uh-oh. like, oh, if that's not good, what's my bank doing? Let me take my money. Yeah. And when people take all their money out of the banks, things collapse and we have recessions. <gasps> so this video described a somewhat shady sounding Zoom meeting that our government officials had. Like, it was an emergency. They were like, just hop on the regular Zoom, not the government Zoom, not the FBI Zoom, just the regular Zoom. Mm -hmm. Let's hop on there and make sure we do not let the panic spread any further because the panic is actually what causes the problem. Yeah. And he so calmly explained this to the point that all the comments were talking about how well he did it. Oh my God. Have you seen the one where he explains why they shot down the Chinese uh, spy balloons? No. That's a great no. one. And what we're doing with Ukraine, I did a deep dive and now I have a much better understanding how our government works because of Jeff Jackson. I love that. And I will say, I hope these are all being run by like some intern or his teenage daughter. Somebody is doing a brilliant job with his social media. There are graphics, there are sound effects, they're <laughs> engaging. It's incredible. I mean, talk about somebody like really capitalizing on social media. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, Tiger, have you done a dive into this? Are you now into a politics junkie? Uh, <laughs> As I am. No, no um, <laughs> I'm not. I, but I'm definitely the person the that needs to get explained things explained to like as basically because you know the American education system has failed us and I think they know that we need for it to be explained step by step inch by inch in order for us to like really grasp it so I mean I honestly his explanation did do wonders for me otherwise I wouldn't know what the hell was going on so it made me interested I mean he's hot 
into that voice. Oh Very yeah. like oh. ASMR adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> like at Marissa Cabas, who said, this is so good. Can you explain everything? And I agree, Marissa. I would love for Jeff Jackson to come on every day and just explain like taxes. how toasters work. Or taxes. Yes, taxes. Like, <laughs> toasters or taxes. Um, both are equally important, right? Um, and he's, yes. And also as at David and Perry said, well, he's so charismatic and he is, he's just like, I would watch him read the phone book. Let me, let me read that comment, Michael. Cause he actually said, well, he's dot, dot, dot charismatic. Oh, you're right. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I completely changed the context. <laughs> yeah. Cause David was commenting on something a little bit more than just the charisma with that one. Right. I think. <laughs> this is probably true. He has millions of views. So yeah. he's doing oh. some, he's becoming the social media king of Congress. And I love that. I think the more and more youth that gets added to our government, the more we're going to see like transparency through social media from our yeah. politicians. Like you want to keep your politician accountable, drag them in the comments on their post. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they shouldn't be able to disable it. They shouldn't be allowed to delete comments. <gasps> But yeah. he, he had one video that I thought was so lovely and such a nice message where he was like, I met another fellow member of Congress, a new member, because he's new to Congress, who he was is quite famous. He doesn't say who it is, but he's like, who I didn't think we would ever agree on and work together. And then this, we had a 20-minute conversation, and it turns out we agree on a lot of things. And this person's public persona is nothing like their actual persona. And, and that he was, was like, this Trump. was just such a good life. <laughs> it was not Donald Trump. <laughs> No, he's not in Congress. He's under investigation. Um, ah! <laughs> um, but he it was just this lovely message. It truly was like, don't judge a book by its cover, especially with coworkers. Like, give people the benefit of the doubt and hear them out. And I thought that was lovely. I was like, we need more people like you in our government. I couldn't agree more. Now right. to our next story. What would you do? A new law is passed in your area for benign crimes, like stalking someone's Instagram to see if they still have a boyfriend, or listening to Hall & Oates, who I've definitely heard of before. <laughs> a new TikTok trend sneaks to uncover habits we'd rather go to jail for than give up. Michael Judson Barry with more. Yes, people are sharing what they feel is their most annoying trait or habit and setting it to the wonderful Sophie Ellis Baxter's Murder on the Dance Floor, a song from 2001, which Paris, you are a personal fan of. It's Murder on the Dance Floor. <laughs> it was also a really good British accent. Thank you. Um, but it's where they show themselves in this virtual world, essentially getting arrested by the police mm -hmm. for something that they, it's like, I would get arrested for blank. Like if vaping became illegal. Here's the cops knocking on my door. Yes, and I love that it's sort of this Sims-like looking world, but their faces on there. And it's them still mouthing along the lyrics to the song while the police are chasing them down the road. It's a lip sync. It's a lip sync for your life. Yes, literally <laughs> for that point, it's for your life. Because the police, they chase in you because you do a terrible British accent every time you answer the phone. Or something like that where you're like, hello? <laughs> Talk I say little, that have because that's what trend? I do. Oh yes. yeah, <laughs> it's all over TikTok, yeah. Oh, Mine yeah. would probably be... Um, if blaming things on astrology ever became illegal, because that is something <laughs> I'm definitely guilty of. So, yeah, I would be taken away <laughs> in the backseat. Hope I can call either one of you guys up for some bail. <laughs> don't you worry. Don't yeah, I'll be your me. phone call. Oh, thank you. Yeah, call Michael. He has money. Don't he understands taxes. <laughs> he understands taxes now. Thank you, our Congress. What would yours be, Paris? What would you be arrested for? Oh, if being a stupid bitch became illegal. Oh, my God. On site. <laughs> There would be a, a warrant out for my arrest in all 50 states. <laughs> mine, mine is already taken by the original post, which was done by at Joe-Ando, which is if faking a British accent. I feel like I do British accents way too much because I watch a lot of 
masterpiece theater shows on PBS. Mm. So I feel like my internal monologue is just like, hello, here we are doing this podcast. <laughs> and I'm in the Sony studios and it's delightful. Well, Michael, Sorry. you're not alone because one of the comments on that video from Amber said, I talk in a British accent when I'm angry too. I'm not British. <gasps> I feel you, Amber. It's like, I feel like that was... <laughs> Also, I like at damsel under arrest who said better than doing the Michael Jackson hee hee whenever you get stressed. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like you're in a stressful situation. All of a sudden you just hear like hee hee. That's funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Disturbing. <laughs> there was one that said, yeah, truly. If vaping ever became illegal. But one of the comments says vaping is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's true. That's true. There are certain places where you can't vape. So, I mean, sorry at Stavros Gap. Like, you, that actually is illegal. This this video may come to fruition one day. We'll get back into today's trending social topics right after this brief message. I love briefs. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Social media sensation Dylan Mulvaney at Dylan Mulvaney has taken over social media from Twitter to TikTok. We have followed her as she posted her 365-day journey of being a girl. And this past Monday, she reached her final day. Paris Nicholson reports. Michael, I am so excited that we have reached this landmark. I don't know if you've been following Dylan Mulvaney, but she has posted from day one her journey as a girl. Mm -hmm. Her steps towards becoming the person she identifies as, the person she's always been, and starting to live her true, her true self. And it's been so, I guess, like rewarding from like a viewer standpoint. I don't know how invested I am in this. It's too much, probably. Um, <laughs> but like seeing how she's grown with her confidence from video one to now, she did a huge thing to celebrate the one year anniversary. Um, happy anniversary, Dylan. Yes, we've yes. loved her. And she was on the Drew Barrymore show celebrating her one year. And I. Tiger, correct me if I'm wrong, but she started out with like no following. Yeah, she this definitely this zero to, became her claim to fame for sure. Yeah, yeah, her journey. Mm -hmm. That's so incredible. She built everything that she's done in one year. Yeah. And I'm gonna say it, but it's no coincidence she's a Capricorn. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, she, well, Capricorns we are very building. determined. Yes, mm -hmm. I know so little about Capricorns. You know me, Michael, oh, famed Capricorn, true. Paris this Nicholson. <laughs> Well, you are indeed a determined human being, so I believe this. This is very cool, and I love that this was all documented in such a public way, which I think is really brave, honestly. I'm sure there was a lot of negativity thrown Oh, yeah. Out. For sure. And a lot so of the days. sort of persevere for that and, like, just really just be who you are in a very public sphere. It's scary. And so, like, I, I 
give Dylan so much credit for that. Mm-hmm. Tiger, did you see the video of her and Laverne Cox on the red carpet? Oh, of course I did. Yes. And like Laverne was just telling her, you know, keep some things to- for yourself. And I definitely agree with that because Dylan is coming from a place of extreme privilege in the sense where she can live her full like feminization fantasy and get like the surgeries that she needed and everything. Not everybody has access to that. Like her journey is very aspirational. While I love seeing it, and of course I'm always going to support my trans sisters and everything, um, I think Laverne was like low-key humbling her a bit. Like not all girls are going to be able to do this and have the means to. So people were definitely saying that Laverne was being a little... I don't want to say shady, but like... Just I think the people prickly. tried to make it that. They tried to yeah. force that narrative. Mm-hmm. I think it was tough like love. It, it yes, was valuable exa- advice. Mm-hmm. Right. She's Listen a, to your she, trans elders. Period. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. I feel like she was just trying to give her like a little tough love. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Dylan actually defended Laverne's advice on the Drew Barrymore show that she was on for Day 365. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought that was so nice. Just, just to kind of like quell anybody out there that was like, oh, there's drama, there's beef, there's shade. It's like, no, that was really good advice that she gave me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Laverne Cox. Now, Dylan has been hit with controversy really from day one. Yeah. Her first video was talking about the things that she did on her first day of being a girl, like Mm -hmm. writing a mean email and not sending it. Mm -hmm. Um, When somebody asked how they were, she said she was fine and she didn't mean it. Like this was her first, and it was like satirical. She was kind of playing Mm -hmm. with it, but also being like, hi, I'm trans. Yeah, Yeah, she cried a couple of times. But people in the comments from day one were like, no, this is, I'm offended, like blah, blah, blah. That's not what it means to be a woman. But the way Dylan has managed to navigate those controversies while always keeping it positive and educational mm-hmm. for people that don't understand trans issues mm-hmm. has been so, like really graceful, like a class yes. act, I'd say. Because yeah. yes. <laughs> very quickly, Dylan did a second video that was the apology. It was yeah. like, I'm just doing my best and I'm so sorry. I can't believe I just, I'm apologizing right from the get-go. I'm sorry if I offended anyone. And genuinely, I don't think, it was, I was trying to be funny um, and I do love what uh, at Indigo Midsize Fashion said, womanhood is such a complex thing and it means different things to different people. Don't let this person bring you down for expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think Except. that's such a nice reminder because everybody's journey is going to be very different. Depending, I also you know. love the comment from C who said, okay, but making an apology video on the first day of womanhood is truly so on brand for women. Oh. Welcome, <laughs> sending love and love your dress so much. Oh my God, that is so real. We apologize so much. It's insane. Oh, so do I though. I just got yelled at for saying I'm sorry too much. It's the feminine urge to apologize. Is that what it is? I I do apologize constantly. Like walk in a room (laughs) and I'm like, I'm sorry. I probably walked into the studio and in my brain was like in a British accent, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, Michael. (laughs) In fashion news, we have officially run out of ideas. Designer Christian Cowan has collabed with the Teletubbies to create what he has dubbed the Dipsy Boot. Priced at a modest $2,500, the new footwear has got customers wondering, okay, but when is he dropping the baby son's stilettos? Our resident fashion expert, Tiger Lily, explains. Thanks, Paris. All right. So Christian Cowan released these lime green knee-high boots with a black zipper down the side. They're like a stiletto pointed toe, and they have the head of the green Teletubby Dipsy at the top of them. When they released these, the internet went crazy for them and they adored them. But I don't know. I don't know if I can get behind these, y'all. And for $2,500, like, 
it's giving DIY. It's not giving like refined. I would love more so like a reference of a Teletubby rather than Mm -hmm. the whole head of the Teletubby on there. I don't know. What do you guys think? The head of Teletubby. Yeah. Well, I agree. I think it's hilarious to walk down the street with boots that look like you have a little baby Dipsy hanging out like a little kangaroo pouch that you keep in your cabs. Like, (laughs) 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 like, I think that's really funny. Um, there, there are other products though that I think actually are kind of fun. Yeah, there's a like collection. they have yeah. one for each of the Teletubbies. If you don't know them, it's also Tinky Winky, uh, oh, wait, Dipsy, I, Lala, and Poe. Don't you remember and, that sound? That's yeah, right. oh. the song. You remember that TikTok sound where it was like Tinky Winky, Dipsy, <laughs> Lala, and motherfucking Poe. No. <laughs> Do you remember this, Tiger Lily? Yes. <laughs> Okay, thank you. <laughs> the riffs, though. Oh, no, that's why it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And motherfucking Poe. Yeah. Some of the comments, we have one from Sketchington365 who said, do they come in Tinky Winky? And sadly, <laughs> they do not. But this is like a purple boot with the with the gay one. Tinky Winky's the gay one. Yeah, and also yes. Tinky the Winky is the one that sounds like an adult. To when Tinky you hear them talk the Winky. And Tinky Winky's like, sup? Oh, like, did they butch? Did they butch up Tinky Winky? Because I did a deep dive. I watched a full episode of the Teletubbies. Why? For this? <laughs> I went for this story. That's my dedication to this pod. I love. Um, and it's it's crazy. I no watched it like at midnight, being, and I was jet lagged. No one asked me to do it, but I did. It looks like the Star Wars like alternate reality. It was amazing. I'm seeing that Crystal Method also commented on this and said, "OMFG," and Crystal, Crystal Method, Method is like the one person who I could see rocking these and wearing the hell out of them. Like, she is, like, a very campy queen, drag queen, if you Mm -hmm. guys don't know. Um, She's iconic. Seriously, I love her. There's actually a comment from Labcana25 that said, apparently, Tinky Winky is pissed about this. He was the real star of the show. All Dipsy did was just fuck around chasing Nunu the Hoover about all day long. (laughs) Which, fair, because Nunu the Hoover was very mercurial and messed with their stuff and literally stole their blankets. Again, I watched it in the episode. Watch out for Nunu the Hoover, who looks like some sort of Doctor Who villain who goes around going and steals their shit. So watch out for Nunu the the Hoover. And that's all the time we have for today, listeners. Before we say goodbye, Tiger, tell us where everyone can catch up with you. Um, I'm on all socials at Gimme Tiger Lily, and you can listen to my podcast with my bestie Shea Coulee every Thursday. It's called It's Giving Fashion, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And now is the time where we get to listen to gorgeous messages from our besties at home. Roll the tape. Hi, Paris and Michael. My name is Maddie. I'm such a fan of The Social Dose. I'm so happy that you guys have a show. And I just had a really quick question regarding like some content creators. I watch one on YouTube. Her name is Lychee. She does food mukbang ASMRs. And I have been watching her for a couple of years now, but she, you know, kind of took a break because she had kids. And she just recently returned after almost two years. And she has over a million followers and People have still watched her while she was away. So I guess my question to you is, what do you think about content creators that go on hiatus and do you still keep up with them even when they are not posting new content? I was just really curious about that. But I love you guys. Thank you for your show.
Oh my God, Maddie. Mwah, 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 right back. Mwah, mwah, mwah. I love that. Yeah. Maddie, thank you so much for sending us that message. And honestly, a really good question. Yeah. One, I will say this. I think being able to take a break as a content creator is a luxury most cannot afford. Mm-hmm. I, for example, cannot afford to take a break from content creation. Um, Congratulations to her for being able to do that. That means she's really got that YouTube money. So <laughs> she's one to follow. Uh-huh. Um, But also, there was a second thing I was going to say. Really? And at this point... It's gone. Oh, gosh. I fully support that. I think, yes, you should always do what's best for you as a human being first. (laughs) I thought of it. Were you going to say the opposite? No, I was going to say you should never do what you want as a human being. (laughs) No, always got to put yourself first. But do you still follow the people after they take a break was the question. Do you remember that Disney guy? His name was like Thomas Sanders. No. He was like, he was Vine. He was Vine famous. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he would do like really funny Vine videos. Uh Um, A lot of like Disney themed gay content. Um, but I recently saw him again for the first time online and I think maybe like seven years. I don't know if he took a break or like did what, but now I saw him and I was like, oh, remember him. Mm-hmm. I I love that though. I will not purposely like unfollow someone because they are no longer coming up on my feed. I'm not going to seek them out and unfollow them. You just They forget. just sort of stay there. Oh. And so it's, <laughs> you just forget, yeah. But then it's so exciting when they pop back. It's sort of like this year's Oscars where we saw Brendan Fraser again. And we were like, oh, it's so good to yeah. see you. Yeah, when they take a break, it kind of makes you miss them. Yeah, the fact that two people from Encino Man just won Oscars. You know, it's just like, ah, oh, it's so good to see you again. So yes, I, I think if the algorithm allows for your comeback to sort of become a thing where mm. you're back on people's For You pages, then yeah, take a break because then your return is that much more exciting. And they always say absence makes the heart grow fonder. And with three episodes a week of The Social Dose, you should have no problem not missing us. (laughs) Their hearts are just going to wither away. (laughs) Think of it that way. It's the beginning of the end for us, Paris. But yes, great question. Thank you, Maddie. And if you would love to send a message just like the gorgeous Maddie did, visit thesocialdosepodcast.com. That's thesocialdosepodcast.com. Well, I have to go. I have a fitting with Christian Cowan for my custom Lala thigh highs. And I have to go press the record button. We weren't recording? No. (gasps) This whole thing was just us having fun with Tiger Lily. I don't know if you... Th- was this supposed to be a real episode, Barry? And motherfucking pole. <laughs> Happy swiping. <laughs> Happy swiping. <laughs> the Social Dose is a something else in Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Danielle Jones-Wesley is senior producer. Chelsea Jacobson is producer. And Sonny Balkan is associate producer. This show is engineered by Paul Brogdon, Gulliver Lawrence Tickle, and Jay Beale. 